I'm scared of throw up, so I avoid subways late at night when I know drunk people are going to be on the subway. And when I go to concerts, I get seats far away and like not in the pit in case someone throws up around me. And I don't like going to fairs or on roller coasters because I am scared of someone throwing up on me. Welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. This is the podcast that explores those weird and wacky fears and tells you how to survive them. I'm Larry Mullins. So, I've heard this person who's afraid of throw up. And let me just say, first of all, to Anna Christie, who is a psychotherapist who has been playing with vomit for some time now, we understand, that this is nasty. This is very nasty. And they didn't put any towels in this joint to catch me or a bucket or anything. I'll try not to be too gross and make you sick. Yeah. All right. I don't have emetophobia. Am I saying that right? No. <laughs> emetophobia. Emetophobia. Right. Emetophobia. Why did it not just vomitophobia or whatever? I don't like that? know. There's always a fancy word in medicine. Okay, so what is this? Is this real, first of all? I mean, is it people who are afraid of vomit or afraid to just see vomit? Well, both. So there are a few manifestations of it, but it's actually quite common. So about 7% of people are afraid of vomiting, which is 23 million people in the United States. About 0.1.2% will seek therapy at some point because it has become so debilitating. They either won't eat, they won't go out of the house. That's crazy. I've heard of people afraid of looking at blood. But vomit. Because if someone looks like they're going to throw up, I run. That's one manifestation of it. That's the most common. And then there are people afraid of seeing it or hearing it or whatever, smelling it. Hearing it? Yeah. The sound of someone vomiting. The noise that like people make when they're throwing up and like the splashy noise. Oh my God. So... So there's a treatment for that. This is a scientific, psychotherapeutic, I mean... It sure is. I just wrote a book with a child psychologist because it affects a lot of kids. Yeah, it won't be out till April next year. It's actually a really serious phobia. Like, it's not easy to treat. It always affects people bad. Like, it's bad. It's a bad thing to have. I can imagine people are embarrassed to tell somebody that, hey, I have this phobia about vomit. Right. And that's why nobody knows about it. Not even doctors or psychologists or psychiatrists like they're like what are you talking about so you had it i had it is that what drove you to to write a book and everything or whatever tell me about your experience yeah well it started when i was a child which is normal and i was pretty freaked out i was very brave like a lot of women won't get pregnant because they're afraid of morning sickness some people throw up in labor so they're like they hear these stories they're like hell no now you know people listening to this are going to go that lady's a quack there's no way that a woman decides she doesn't want to have a baby because she's afraid to get a d vomit spell. It's so common and it's so sad. Yeah. That's amazing. It really is. And like you said, people are embarrassed. So no one's heard of it. They're like, I don't know, you know, and then people slough off like doctors just, you know, belittle their own patient. They're like, oh, everyone's no one likes it. Everybody said, nobody, well, nobody likes it. Well, okay. <laughs> what's your point? You know, that's true. But. 
that's not the same as not being able to go out of the house. So how do you treat it? Well, it's highly related to OCD. There's a relationship there. I was successfully treated. Then I developed a program. We treat it with gradual exposure, just like any other phobia or OCD. So it starts out really easy. If anybody's listening and you have this, it starts out with just look at a word. Just look at the word vomit and see how anxious you get. And then go on to sentences, paragraphs, cartoons, pictures of people nauseous, you know, people vomiting, vomit itself with no people in the picture. You know, you don't have to vomit to get over the phobia. In fact, that's that's a dumb thing. But that's like, oh, you got a dog phobia. You got to get bitten by a dog to get over it. No. And I don't want to make light of it, but this is just so, so highly unusual to me. I just never thought that it was a scientific actual thing. Yeah, that people go through and get psychotherapy for and that sort of thing. How long does it take to get over? I work with people 16 to 20 sessions. And that's usually good because it's a pretty serious thing. People that have it have it and they seek out therapy for it. It's bad. And you say you gradually show pictures. You So you have actual pictures of vomit. Oh, yeah. I only work online because it's a rare phobia, you know. So I work through kind of an education program. So is, there's no hands-on lab or anything like that that people have to go through. Say you start with the pictures and you end up somewhere in a barf tank and you're watching people vomit. No, 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 not no. Because you can't set that up. How could you possibly do that? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm sure if anyone's listening and they have it or somebody they know has it or whatever they they don't find it funny but you know i mean it's unusual but it, yet it's such a common phobia that's the crazy thing about and it and it can be cured well we don't use the word cure because it's not a disease but it can be successfully treated where you live a normal life like myself and i don't care if i vomit or someone vomits or i might like jolt yeah. like holy <laughs> you know like i'll just jolt Anna, don't be coming on here cussing and getting us thrown off the okay. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i have a podcast too if people want to hear it's a metaphobia help it's a really popular podcast like for such a small niche thing what can the individual who is suffering from phobia do what's the first thing you should do getting past your embarrassment and going and telling a doctor or psychotherapist or somebody, hey, I got a fear of vomit. What can what's what's the best way to approach that? Well, the first thing they should do is do some research on the Internet. My website is a metaphobiahelp.org. It's got a list of therapists on it that treat it. And you might have to like print something out and take it to your doctor or your therapist, to be honest. Or you got to phone around or, you know. Um, <laughs> what do you phone around and ask? Hey, you know anybody deals in vomit? <laughs> Basically, you have to do that. Like you go look up a therapist and then you email them and you're like, I have this phobia. Do you treat it? Are you familiar with it? A lot of places and people are familiar with it in the in our profession. When I started out my website in 2010, it was the only website on the Internet that had any information about it. Now you've got, you know, there's quite a lot. There's about quite this, a lot. Yeah. Now it's all over the place, yeah. Anna, personal question. You have children? Three kids, seven grandchildren. What do the kids think about this? My kids are grown, obviously. When they were little, I was a basket case. Like, if they got a sickness, I would actually run down to the basement, curl up, put my, like, plug my ears, and this is really common. Bad mommy, bad mommy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Although I try to, I try to spend a lot of time telling people you're not a bad mommy. 
it's just it's a medical condition and i won't make fun i'm not making fun of promise i'm not making fun it's a medical condition. i get it but this is this is wild i can eat a plate of spaghetti and go through youtube and look for new vomit videos like all the time it's I, it doesn't bother me at all now whereas i used to freak out yeah i just don't like the noise the smell like how it looks you're eating spaghetti and and watching vomit videos looking for new material you sure are an educational wealth you're fun to talk to you're a good sport i appreciate you let me talk about your profession for those who are listening this is certainly not to make light of quite a very significant phobia to be burdened with and so i appreciate you talking with us and i'll end it on this again i'll say to you this is very nasty (laughs) thank you so so much. It's the it's the na- I've been doing television radio for forty years. This is the nastiest interview I've ever done. Oh, so there you go. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Anna, and thanks everybody for joining us for this edition. And we thank you for listening to your weirdest fears. I want to know your fears. So share them and you could be featured in the podcast. You can email us at your weirdest fears at odyssey.com. There's a link in the episode description. If you're enjoying the show, please rate, review and subscribe. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Your Weirdest Fear is a production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Special thanks to our producers, Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilat. Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Red is the managing producer of podcasts. Tim Scheld is the WCBS News Radio 880 brand manager. Ben Meverack is the 1010 Wins brand manager. And I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Thank you for listening.